Welcome to 24 Keras. I'm Kelly Johnson, founder of Keras by KJE. We are starting a new series about employee resource groups. This is always a really hot topic and we're excited to have members from the Bell Employee Resource Group for the African American community, Tony and Cortland. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having us. Good to be here. I'm excited that y'all are here. So we want to talk about employee resource groups. We get asked about employee resource groups a lot, and we've worked with them for a number of years. Sometimes what we have found is that organizations kind of have a hard time finding the benefits of employee resource groups in general. And then I think also as leaders, sometimes we hear from ERG leaders that like it's you're juggling so many responsibilities. So we have had the opportunity to work with you all for a couple of years now and you shine in your organization you've made such a significant impact so kudos to you all um, I know Annalise um, also has had the opportunity to work really closely with you all so today we want to um, just have you share your perspective your experiences give us the good the bad and maybe even the ugly if that's okay um, because it's all to help others right you're going to be able to impact other ERGs and other organizations really around the world so thanks again for being here Thanks for having us. We appreciate working with you guys. You guys have been a big help to us as well. Thank you. Appreciate that. So let's get started. You represent BANG. Both of you have been involved with BANG. So give us what that acronym is and tell us kind of about how BANG started at Bell and then your role in kind of that evolution. Okay. Okay. You're more senior, so I'll let you. you want, okay. <laughs> Go by age. All right. That's fine. Oh, no, but time and time and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, BANG stands for Bell African Ancestry Networking Group. Um, we are the oldest ERG on Bell's campus, the, the longest one doing it. Um, it started out of a community that uh, re recognized the, the usefulness and the need for a, a group of individuals that would be able to help uh, foster a, a community that both served us, the African-American community, as well as served as our advocates uh, within leadership uh, positions and leadership opportunities. Um, we found that there had been some uh, areas where we lacked being able to get diversity into the more uh, grander stages within our company. And luckily we had uh, people at the helm that were 100% on board with us you know, diving into this initiative as a group, uh, taking that on and we had some amazing amazing people that you know started this off um i think this was was this about 16 years ago how yeah. long has it been going about 16 yeah. years 16, yeah. wow. 16 years ago um and they started they laid a great foundation um they served in their positions as in leadership for a long time uh, and really set the standard for what we do um the the standards of success and what we try to drive to so that's a little bit about, you know, kind of why it started, how it started, um, and we kind of stand on their shoulders at this point trying to yeah. make it better. Yeah, I, we, we got involved uh, around the 2020 time period in the leadership capacity. Mm -hmm. um, again, just thankful for all the folks that came ahead of us. Specifically, I want to call out Deborah Curry, who Absolutely. did a lot of work mm -hmm. um, on the, at the Bell site, just standing up, not only bang, but also kind of inspiring some of the other ERGs that mm -hmm. popped up around us. But... Uh, we follow a lot of her similar formats. We try to be as successful as she was at certain times. We, you know, are successful in some things and are still working on opportunities <laughs> and others. But it's been a great journey and it's been great to have the the foundation and also the support of the community at Bell. Mm -hmm. um, and then also Courtland, who I've worked with uh, through my time there. So we've been a good partnership. But 
Yeah, everybody's kind of worked together to stand up bang and make it what it is now. That's so cool. So I know Annalise has a question in a minute, but I have to ask also, because I think as an observer, as an outsider, you all kind of are uh, the quintessential ERG chair, co-chair partnership, (laughs) because you're like yin and yang. Um, So it's really cool to watch. But before we go further, why don't you um, share kind of what your day job is, your, your kind of normal role. This isn't your day job. <laughs> right? Sometimes. It feels like it. But I want to give this context because I think it's important for everyone to understand you all are, are key players in the organization outside of what you do with Bang. And I think that you both really demonstrate that leadership, that servant leadership in multiple capacities. And I also want to just highlight what you do, sort of your professional background. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So uh, I actually recently just transitioned <laughs> into a new position. So I was, uh, prior to this, I'd been working on the V-22 aircraft uh, as a senior engineer working stress analysis for the repair IPT. And now I'll be transitioning to the engineering talent development team, uh, specifically looking at staffing and future forecasting projections for engineers across the set. Wow. Nice. That is so impressive. Very nice. So much like him, I'm a little bit in a transition period myself. Um, uh, I was working as a senior design airframe engineer on the V-22 project as well. We literally sat sat next to each each other. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, from that team, you know, I I went on to become uh, a part of these, the, um, senior operations uh, growth alignment specialist role. So essentially uh, that group is involved with working with the CEO and all the the VPs to, in essence, make sure that we're strategically making all the right decisions and putting uh, infrastructure in place that allows our company to better itself and and continue positive trends so that, you know, we're trying to grow as a company always. So that's what I did throughout most of my tenure uh, with Bang, but now I'm transitioning to the uh, Virgin Galactic group where we will be helping them to work on some uh, some pretty cool craft. And I'll leave it there. <laughs> Ooh, it's, it's top Steve. secret. <laughs> and for those that are not familiar, the V, was it V-22? V-22. So that's, that's the helicopters. Correct, yeah. Tilt rotor uh, helicopter. I think it's been in a couple movies and television shows. Oh, yes, absolutely. We've got uh, some Avengers movies. Yep. We've got a Transformers mm-hmm. movie. Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, Zero Dark Thirty. Mm-hmm. Some video games for sure, like Call of Duty and things yes, like that. If you're yes. familiar, it's a military helicopter that uh, can trans- transition from vertical flight in helicopter mode to forward flight mm-hmm. in uh, airplane mode. So it's it's pretty cool. If you ever get a chance to look it up, is that Airwolf too? Airwolf was my fa- my favorite show going. If, if you but... see a, a aircraft that does that, we're the only ones doing <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we cornered the market. <laughs> That's just very us. impressive. <laughs> Very impressive. Awesome. Well, how has the support of your employer, Bell, made your ERG effective uh, for your members? Oh, man. A lot of different ways. Uh, I I think most importantly, we have buy-in from our executive team. And I think that has been what's made us successful, at least during our tenure. I'll kind of speak to that. We've had uh, executive sponsors specifically that works with Bang. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, it was Bob Hastings, who was uh, in charge of our communications team. And he was just uh, like imperative to everything that we did as far as 
visibility was concerned, as far as resources were concerned, uh, when we wanted to do even small things, well, not small things, but get get shirts. Y'all don't example. do anything small. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are all about the shirts. Too, yeah, so. we, I mean, we love we love the shirts. The shirts uh, were were a critical part of a fundraising effort that we had for um, some folks in the community, students that are pursuing degrees in STEM, um, named after someone who, who worked at Bell a long time ago, Marva Grovey. But uh, he was even just instrumental in greenlining that immediately. Like no hesitation. Um, was was on board with us and said, yeah, it's a good cause. You guys are, you know, upstanding. You got a good track record. Whatever you guys need, I'll support it. And I think that we've we've been able to garner that support across the ELT, even when we've asked them for other favors. I had an opportunity to sit down with our CEO and do an event with him. And for him to take time out of his schedule to work with an ERG just kind of shows the level of support uh, because that, that guy's busy all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> it's hard to get on this calendar. But yeah, just the support from the ELT level. Yeah, I, I would second everything that you just said. I think it's one of the things that's been most um, enlightening and helpful for us is the fact that our CEO is 100% behind us. Um, I specifically remember when I you know, originally got onto the team and began leading uh, Bang as an ERG, uh, we had our out, out briefs at the end of the year where we you know, talk about all the things that we've done, the things that we've accomplished, you know, whether we met our initiative goals and things of that nature. And uh, at the end of it, as we had all went through and talked about our, uh, our ERGs, Mitch asked us the question of, you know, how do you feel about us? How do you think about you know, where the ELT and your executive sponsors have been within your, uh, your, your organizations? And I, you know, kind of boldly at the time, but you know, I think it's necessary. You know, I challenged them. I said, mm -hmm. uh, you tell us so, so often how important you think we are. Um, and I love hearing that from you as, as a CEO. Um, but the one thing I challenge you on is you have to make this tangible for the people that are providing these services in these leadership roles in ERGs. What are we getting out of it at the end of our, at the end of our tenure? Yeah. How do we reintegrate what we've learned throughout these, this process and bring it back for the good of the organization, um, whether that's uh, in new leadership opportunities or even just in uh, more job opportunities that are allotted to us. And to his credit, he took that on the chin and, and just said, you know what, yeah. you're right. And from that point, I think we've had a very good working relationship with the both the other ERGs as well as the, uh, the Bell at large in really working to revamp how we take that and integrate ourselves back into the business. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really awesome and encouraging. And I, I will tell you, I have been parts of other organizations that have ERGs without as much ELT support. Mm -hmm. You know, never mind the CEO, but mm -hmm. like even just the senior leadership team. Right. And all the things you described are, are, are recipes for success. Mm -hmm. um, because when you have tops down support and are championing your efforts, it really goes a long way for the rest of the organization. So kudos to you and your teams and the leadership teams for the support, because I think that, that certainly helps you be successful, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, kudos to you, first of all, for taking that opportunity, mm -hmm. right, to professionally deliver a very straightforward and candid message to the CEO and the entire executive team, right? And I think as um, ERG leaders, there's so much influence that we can have or that you all can have, but it's also um, a skill mm -hmm. to really know when to choose to speak up and then to, to deliver it professionally. Mm -hmm. um, maybe talk a little bit about your journey of how you use your voice strategically as an ERG leader mm -hmm. um, and, and what you think that impact is when you, maybe you've 
seen other colleagues who maybe weren't as effective in using their voice. So like give give other ERG leaders a little bit of coaching here. And then in a moment, I'm going to ask you to give coaching to the executive teams. Okay. So y'all can pick which one, yin or yang, which one's going to take which question. <laughs> I'll leave it up to you. You choose which one you want to go for. Oh, man. Um, and I think, I think I'll, I'll tip my hat to you early. I think you're uniquely positioned to answer both questions. So I'll take what I think is the easier one, okay. which is <laughs> coaching, coaching people in my position to use their voice. So ERG leaders that are looking uh, to really make an impact, I think, number one, uh, be courageous. Uh, you know, have the, the passion and drive, but also, you know, push forward with your courage to say the things that you need to say. I think a lot of times um, you build up in your head that there's a lot more consequence for, for saying things. And if you say something, then the, the whole world's going to crumble underneath you. But um, I, I'm a big believer in that, you know, if there's something that needs to be said or if there's a problem that needs to be solved, you can't just complain about it behind closed doors. You really need to take action. And that, that first thing is speaking up and, and saying so just having courage is, is number one and then number two is is uh something that we talk about a lot but the follow-through afterwards mm-hmm. holding people accountable mm-hmm. to the things that you've asked them for afterwards not just saying the big thing but yeah. then also following up hey where are we um nice. what, what what can i do to help you what can i do to to make this move forward because it's it's one thing for people to receive that information, but then I think they're kind of stuck in that uh, sometimes analysis paralysis is what we call it, where, okay, there's 1,600 different moves we can make. Mm-hmm. What's going to be the best? What's going to be the most well-received? Um, and it's on you as the person who's initiated it to continue to status those and continue to, to make strides. And then lastly, I would just say on along those same lines, uh, remember to check in with your constituents, the, the folks that you're representing, mm-hmm. because I think sometimes we have an experience that's personal to us. Um, I sit at a desk, I complete this task, I work on the engineering team. Um, but does that truly represent the experience of the folks that we're representing in an ERG? So continuously status and check in with those folks before you make those comments, before you make those uh, larger statements so that you know you're, you're actually representing a true experience for, for the folks around you. Okay, Cortland, you get to coach up. Okay. So I want you to think about an executive leader mm-hmm. who probably has really good intentions, mm-hmm. but is unsure how to demonstrate and translate good intentions to action into mm. leadership. Ooh, that's a, that's a, I am going to steal a part of your answer because I think that's, that's so important for what we're talking about right now. Um, that being sometimes the best way to figure out what you need to do to be a part of and to, to help out um, people in a different uh, circumstance than you is just to ask the question, you know? Uh, so many times I believe we've had experiences where we're talking with leaders um, and they express that exact same opinion. They're like, you know, we agree with everything y'all are doing. We enjoy the things y'all are doing. We don't know how to help, how to be a supportive force for you in what you're trying to do. Um, and being able to have those conversations already opens the door for us to say, oh, yeah, I need you to help me with this, this and this. Mm-hmm. If you can do those three, three things. That's what I'm, that's what would be very helpful for us. Um, you have to have some of that same courageousness yeah. because I think as a leader, one of your uh, most empowered benefits in the position that you exist in is that you can be a forcing function for the things that we're trying to do. Um, so many times we get so much more, uh, uh, so much more, I, I guess, support, um, people showing up 
people really, you know, tuning in to the initiatives that we do when our leadership is there. Right. Because if our leadership is there, our leadership is making it that much more important for all of the other people that are sitting on the sidelines just kind of watching. Um, and just being a part, I think, is, is the, the last thing. Showing up and being present sometimes can be all the thing, all, all that we need. Mm -hmm. It's so impactful that our, our, uh, our executive leadership team, uh, our CEO, all those people come to our little, our little events or activities <laughs> or whatever you want to call them. They come out, they show face, they talk, they meet people. Yeah. Um, and it just generates such a, a goodwill uh, throughout, the, throughout all of the constituents that I think that's the biggest way that you can, you can be a part of and help out. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, I remember we were doing um, a keynote event uh, for an organization and the president was there uh, for the event and they had really good attendance. I think the highest that they had had in the past and um, but there were a pocket. There was a pocket of the organization that didn't show up. And I remember someone just sort of in passing saying if the president can show up. I mean, it's, you know, like. You probably also. <laughs> you, probably, you probably could find a way, yeah, right? Probably. Right, yeah, I'm just going to guess. Yeah. Uh, unless there's a family emergency or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I do, I agree completely with sometimes just physically being present um, and engaged mm -hmm. makes a huge statement in the organization. And um, I've also seen, we've worked with executives who have used their influence their sphere of influence to get resources you know to make introductions to people who can help erg leaders um, advance some of the initiatives that they want to so um, kudos to you all i think we're about to wrap up here in just a moment but i want to try to squeeze in one more question um, if you think about how to just you know what further advice would you give to erg leaders on how to make an impact in the organization so maybe kind of pull up just a little bit, 30,000 feet level. Uh, I'm talking to engineers, so this is probably, you know, right up your alley. Um, but I want you to think about, you all have participated in our ERG Academy and our training and support. So maybe talk a, a little bit about the importance of developing as an ERG leader, but then also how do you translate um, your leadership role into creating sustainable impact in an organization? Um, I think, if I was going to give someone advice uh, stepping into an ERG leader role or somebody who's even experienced in that position, I would say uh, continually working on not just yourself, but also your team. So it's a, it's, a, it's a twofold thing. As you learn things, continue to pass that on to the folks around you, even if it's two people, if it's six, if it's 20, if it's just you figuring out how to uh, lift yourself up, but also those around you is going to be uh, so critical because I can't think of anything that I've accomplished through the ERG, through Bang, that didn't involve at least one or two other members <laughs> of the team as well. Um, it's just, it's so important that as you grow, you're also passing that that message along to the folks around you that are helping to work. And uh, the stronger that unit is, I think the, the further you'll go uh, long term. But yeah, that's as far as, you know, building yourself up, work on yourself and your team, I think is my, my advice. Uh, I guess I'll give a, a quick answer to that is, yeah. Uh, I think it's very important as a leader, as you're developing yourself, as you're, you're challenging the organization, you're trying to create that sustainable change, take it one thing at a time. Yeah. Sometimes as leaders, we get all these grandiose ideas in our head about, oh, I've got to solve 
all the problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When sometimes it's good enough to focus on one thing for that year, knock that out, knock it out of the park. Because you know what? When you do that um, and you show how well you can develop a solution to a problem, maybe that brings in even more influence. Maybe then more uh, ELT or uh, vice presidents say, hey, they're doing a really good thing over there. How can I you know, get involved? Or sometimes we do things in ERGs that are so good, they say, how can I emulate that in the rest of the organization? Yeah. So take your time, uh, accomplish what you can accomplish based on your team size, based on what you as a leader think you can do, mm-hmm. and just knock that out of the park one time, at a, one thing at a time. I love what you just said there. Um, I know your council name is called One Degree, um, <laughs> so they want to make those changes one degree at a time, yeah. and I, I definitely can relate to trying to in the beginning, you're so passionate, right? Yes. You want to like solve world hunger almost. <laughs> um, but I think just to add on to that, it, whenever you can tie that one thing or that mm-hmm. two thing to a business objective mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and really be able to show like, hey, this is how we're impacting the, the organization yeah. mm-hmm. by this one or two things that we're doing, that's even more impactful, right? Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. Yes, love that. Like, let's not boil the ocean here. And I think that success breeds um, allyship. It breeds sponsorship and advocacy um, because most of us as humans, we want to be attached to organizations and people who are winning, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if the ERG is winning, maybe it's in this, you know, one particular area within a given year or span of time, but it's much easier to ask for help when you have a track record of making an accomplishment. So this has been a great conversation already. Um, I want to thank you all for sharing your advice and even sort of coaching across and up and sideways. So uh, thank you for that. I know people are really going to get a lot out of it. So stay tuned for more uh, of 24 Karis. We will be back talking to Tony and Cortland about employee resource groups, how to make them effective in your organization. But remember, subscribe to 24 Karis, where we help you live your commitment to to diversity, equity, and inclusion 24-7.